Yeah, I mean, it's kind of mixed because in some parts, you know, uh, in some ways we're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're really excited to finally get paid well for our work. You know, the prices are are good, uh, but that's only a piece of it. Then, the, then it quickly goes to the other side because the input costs are rising so fast. I mean, it, for us to be able to grow our crops in the, in the fertilizers has doubled and tripled in price in, in just one year. And so that wipes out any of the profit that we just got. So we're still managing just bigger numbers on one side, bigger numbers on the other side. And then of course, the, all the unknowns, the stuff that we can't control, you know, we can't control the prices, but the weather as well. It's time for conversations about our food and how it's grown on Farm to Table Talk with your host, Roger Wasson. There's a lot of reasons that people want to become farmers, but I know a couple of reasons they don't want to become farmers. The ones we talk about is it takes a lot of money. The other thing we often talk about is they don't make enough money sometimes. Uh, I think that this there's also that, that uh, some of us get tired of going out and working hard when the weather isn't perfect. Uh, you know, I, I remember used to think that it'd be nice to be a farmer if it was 60 degrees and sunny all the time, uh, but it just doesn't work out that way. you got to go with what nature sends you, and I think most people would agree nature is sending us weirder weather, no matter what else you call it. So that gets in the way. But I know another thing that slows people down is that they like the whole outdoors thing and raising animals and crops and so forth. But most of the farmers I know hate, hate, hate having to do the bookkeeping. And I know that in my own dad's case, he he would stay inside. Usually when it's really bad weather, mm-hmm. it was it was the time to um, do your books and kind of catch up, but he still hated it. I mean, he, it was hard for him to stay inside and everybody else I knew was like that too. And and now you see a whole range of requirements to get much more sophisticated. Well, and I even remember times of seeing people that were using the old cigar box, if anyone remembers what a cigar box is, but a cigar box that they would put receipts on top of the refrigerator and again, when that really, really stormy day came up and they were able to stay inside, uh, they take that cigar box down. Well, you can't quite survive or prosper that way. And so today I'm, I'm happy to welcome someone who's solving those problems, who's doing some of that work and showing farmers how they can get more out of being farmers and profitable with a chunk of the business we don't usually talk about. And, and that is... Um, really running the business and all the information right now. And, and I want to welcome Peggy Meyer. And Peggy is a farmer's wife. She lives in Nebraska. She's very much a partner in this operation. She's a And she's a farm business manager in a different way. And then, Peggy, I think I have to point out that you point out that you also have six kids. Correct. So it's impossible, Peggy. You, you, I don't know how, how you do this. Um, you know, I think we should kind of like broaden the scope of farm to table talk and say, here's how I am doing my share with the farm, raising six kids and starting a business. 
and running a business and helping all these other farmers. Um, in fact, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know some days, honestly. <laughs> no, it. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I feel like, okay, six kids, but we range from age of nine to 25. So we've got like half the kids out of the house. And, you know, so we're almost down to two in the house as we have a senior in the house right now. But I, you know, I don't know how I do it sometimes because it's, it's a lot. Our kids are very active. Um, they're all in sports. Um, the older three have done college sports and one still doing it. And we have another one next year and our farm has grown um, from probably a couple hundred acres to over 5,000 acres in, in 20 years. And so it's, it's grown quite a bit and the responsibilities are there. And I don't seriously don't know how I do it, but I, I have to become more efficient at things. And you're absolutely right because I, don't, I haven't found a farmer that loves to do paperwork or book work. Or stay inside. <laughs> well, and then not to pry too much, but there has to have been a time or two raising this big family that you have that you didn't suggest to your husband, listen, I'm going to go get in that heated cab and listen to the radio and let, let it drive me through the field. And you stay in here with all these kids. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's, that's not the, really. But, you know, yeah, but there was times where it's like, why am I stuck with all this? You know, yeah, kind of, yeah. you can kind of sit there. So, you know what? Um, you kind of are in this classic position of taking of the, the lemons and making lemonade. Uh, I say, as I look out my window here in California, at my lemon tree that's just loaded with lemons. <laughs> and that gives me the gives me the inspiration. Yes. In that you recognized uh, recognized a need and you developed actually an app. Mm -hmm. I don't know the first idea of how you do an app, but tell me about that inspiration that that you felt. Wait a minute. There's a need here. This is this is something that I might be able to do and create something to help. How'd that come about? Well, really, it came about over the last couple of years, um, trying to um, the, the, the person that does the book work, trying to, you know, make sure that my husband knows, you know, where we're at with income and expenses. And we started he started wanting to learn a little bit more about what in what expenses uh, per field work, because we have a lot of irrigation. So we have some older irrigation equipment and starting to, you know, get expensive on repairs and just trying to figure out the expenses for field. And I'm like, great, that's pretty easy. I can figure that out with all the invoices and the bills and stuff. I know where they come from. But then the flip side of that is, well, how much is that farm actually making? Mm -hmm. How much is that field making? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to figure this out at harvest time, right? Because that's when you get the income off of right. the, that field. And so I'm sitting at the kitchen table. I'm like buried in paperwork because I've got contracts on one pile. I'm getting loads of scale tickets from the harvesting and I have settlement sheets coming in. Mm -hmm. They're all connected, but not really. Mm -hmm. Because the scale tickets are the only thing that you know which farm, which field it comes from. The contracts and the settlement sheets, you don't. But in order for me to figure out by field, I had to match up all the scale tickets by what was delivered by the settlement sheets and then go, okay, add those up. You know, that was so time consuming, so frustrating because all it is is numbers. And 
I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And like you said, I'm looking out my kitchen window and I'm watching my husband drive his tractor, drive his combine that drives its field down by itself. He doesn't have to steer. It's air conditioned and heated, all that stuff. He's got a refrigerator in it. And I'm like sitting there paper penning, adding up in a calculator, trying to figure out by field the income. Very frustrating. So that was the inspiration. I'm like, there's got to be a different way. This is all numbers. And then I got an email from Jared Yellen saying he's going to develop this company that's going to build, sale, and scale 10,000 tech companies in 10 years. And he needs ideas for software. So I kind of had to think, and I'm like, could this be an idea for a software? I really didn't know. But after being frustrated some more, I just sat down at my computer and I just typed. I'm like, what would this software need to do? I'm like, I'm trying to solve my problem. What would it need to do? What would, you know, all the little components. I sat for three hours and just typed and sent the proposal. And a week later, the process was started. Wow. Now, so far in this story, um, my blood pressure went up just when you were painting the picture. Uh, you know, no kidding. I, I swear, if I could get over here and pull on my blood pressure <laughs> cuff and check it, I'll, I'll bet you it went up because that whole picture of being in the midst of all of that and all these receipts and all these numbers and needing to organize it. Uh, I mean, if I was farming, I'd say, Peggy, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> and, and so when you identified, like you started to just like type, type, typing into your computer and and you got all of all of that prepared um now who said you sent this to who was the idea that that that, that jared you, yellen who jared yellen he okay. first started a company called sila labs and now he's um combined with uh grant cardone and the 10x incubator so tedx ted 10x tech company so is is part of it not to be too nosy, but I mean, is part of it is saying here I got this great idea, and that you would be trying to get a a grant or some that would give you some funds to start to start the this project. I mean, not looking at any grants. Um, I kind of self funded it first, and now it, to grow it, um, looking for some help in that. So investors that you know feel the the need feel the the growth of this, that this is, you know, important for farmers to be able to make a profit and understand where they're at. Otherwise, you know, we're losing uh, those people that feed us. And so, um, so now it's, it, I have grand ideas for this. This is, this is just a stepping stone for this little app This that starts there. But um, so, yeah, I'm just looking, find, looking more. Excuse me, but do you, do you find yeah. people then that are, that know how to do that, that just say, okay, I want an app that enters this, 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 and this. Yeah. And you, and you get like, you know, freelance uh, app engineers or something that can, uh, can put that together for you. Actually, it's, it's all uh, Jared Yellen started Sela um, labs and that was the company that I went with and they have developers. Um, he has a whole host of developers and, and uh, technical officers and engineers that that do the work for me. I just have to articulate and um, my idea so that they can understand it. Yeah, and so I mean, literally, don't tell me too much about this because I, I I'm already getting a, a behind. But somebody's actually like sitting sitting down with the computer. They've got Peggy's list 
knows what's going to be helping farmers, and then they just start writing programs. And okay. these writing program stuff, they still have special languages that to be able to code these things in there. So, yeah. so they've got something that they're writing for acres and field identification and yields and, and, and all that other stuff connected to be able to go into it, right? Yep. I have no idea about it, but all I know is I shoot <laughs> my idea <laughs> and somehow magically they end up coming up with whatever I said. So well, I, like good. That. I like that. I like <laughs> it. And you can just uh, now pouring in to, to, to this, putting in into the application, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it would make sense. You've got what just, is there any limits to it? I mean, you can describe like soil types and, and well, right uh, now, precipitation and all that. Yeah, that's all, you know, that's my dream. We started off with a little something small and that's what it is, is right now is it connects the the contracts, the scale tickets and the settlement sheets. It links them all together. It manages them, organizes them so that you can spit reports out to yourself, to landowners. You can make sure that you are knowing if you got paid for all of your loads that you delivered to the elevator. Um, so right now it's a small piece, mm-hmm. but my, my dream for this, my is that it is a full blown farm management software. Like you said, like, so you can input like things from everywhere, you know, your tractor, soil types, all of that. So it's all in one and easy to use. I've been having conversations that you think of you might have heard in some of our other podcasts about biodynamic and other farming that's paying attention to so much more than uh, price and yields mm-hmm. uh, because uh, now there's more attention to looking at like well what's going on with the soils right and, and so is a farming practice or some if there's some way that you can link that so that mm-hmm. we're measuring the, the the microbiome in the in the soil and how much uh, you're really managing soil um, in a way even more so than managing the plant and right. and I would feel like that would be quite a frontier. There's just mm-hmm. not a lot that I'm aware of that's that's tracking what's going in the soils in different in different fields. Mm-hmm. Um, is that on the horizon? Do you think for you? I am open. I like, I'm just like a little piece of this and I am loving gathering information from whomever, because there have been, I've been with talking with so many people, there's so many ideas that people are struggling with, frustrated with, and it's like, let's bring them all together into one platform. And so I am open to hearing because there's a lot of things I don't know. Um. You're being awfully honest. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know so much more than I do, and and so, but I'm really, really uh, aware of the need. Like mm-hmm. I said, it starts off with just being an aversion to to working working the numbers. I mean, there's some incredible percentage of everybody that goes to college that needs to go to remedial math. You know, there's some reason about. It. I think that the most of the university stuff I've seen, it's it can be as high as like 25% of all the freshman class. And these are people that have done pretty well in, in high school to go mm-hmm. into college, but like nearly 25% have to take remedial math to just get that box checked. Right. Uh, and so, you know, it, again, it's something everybody needs to have this much easier for them. So when you do this, so, so you have an app now that, mm-hmm 
people can purchase? Yes. Yep. It's up and running and people can, can go to um, fieldpocket.com and check it out. Um, there's a demo on there. There's more information and um, they can sign up for a free trial and check it out and, and play with it a little bit because I, I know from experience that you can look at something, but until you actually interact with it yourself, um, to get to kind of understand it a little bit more, you you grasp what it really can do for you. You say it's fieldpocket.com? Yes. F-I-E-L-D-P-O-C-K-E-T yep. dot com. Yep. And I'll take you to the site, and I'm looking at the site. And mm-hmm. it says start your free trial today. Yep. yep. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I mean, I've only got a few citrus trees here in the backyard, so I'm not sure if it, uh, I shouldn't let that be my farming enterprise, but you never know. I mean, you can, you can, uh, you can probably harvest those by bushels, uh, you know, if you need it by pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think of a lot of ways I, I would, I would like to like to measure it. So when you, so you have the app then, mm-hmm. and what do you have to do to keep it going? I mean, have you got the idea, you've got the concept, you're looking at constant improvement, right? Uh, once somebody gets it, are you having to be engaged or run a helpline or anything like that? Yes, we do have a customer support line. So it's team at fieldpocket.com. They can email that. Um, My contact information is on there. So I welcome anybody to contact me if they have questions on it, because I know the ins and outs of it. Um, I can hopefully answer some questions. And if not, I can get you to the person that can. But it's it's a matter of just trying it out, really. just, just feeling it for yourself to see if that's going to work for you. And I would love to hear, you know, what people think of it, um, get some feedback because I'm always looking for improvements. So if I went on the app store, would I uh, be able to find it in the app store? In the app, it's, you need to go to the desktop first. You need to go um, online first um, and, and get through there. And then it'll, it'll send you um, to an app on the app yeah, store. Yeah. So when if people are using this, uh, can they access it from several things? I mean, can they, while they're being driven around the field in their combine or something, can they be on their, uh, the iPad they put in there with them or their, or their iPhone or something else and be able to, um, you know, review the app, you know, literally while you're farming and having, having your satellite steer you. Yep. 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 You can put it on your smartphone, your tablet. Um, not too many people. At, well, if you have your laptop in there, you can, but there's any number of users can use it. You can have give access to whomever you wish to have um, in your account. And it's really kind of helpful. I find it helpful, especially during harvest to have um, our truck drivers who are delivering the grain to the elevators be on it and they can I can just give them access to the scale ticket so they don't see the other dollar and cents parts of it. But um, you can have anybody have access and then you can send reports or any information by email to anybody. So you're in Nebraska. Uh, are most of the people that are trying it so far um, in your vicinity or are they in other parts of, of, of the country or the world? Um, right now, it's just kind of like the Midwest area, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa. So um, just just where I've kind of been able to shout out for some people, I'm um, looking for other other places all over. Well, there are other companies, I suppose. Is some, somebody else's? Uh, you must not be the first one to do this. Well, it's it's um, 
It's 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 the first one I believe that's a standalone um, that connects all of them. That can connect any any information from any elevator um, can come into there. I mean, um, a lot of elevators have their own portals where their customers can get their information from that specific elevator. But um, there are a few softwares out there that are that are more all encompassing that have a, a harvest piece to it. Um, but if this, if somebody wants to start just on the harvest stuff, this is it. So it would seem like you're talking about more commodity crops, but I'm, I'm wondering whether this has got an application for, um, say even, uh, organic, uh, farm to farm to fork sort of things, CSAs. Uh, do you see it going that direction at some point? I need to talk with them to see if they um, are interested, but I, I feel like the, the bones of the app can, can go to multiple industries, you know, whether it's, it's, it's fruit, whether it's um, organic. I've talked to a lot of silage and forage uh, harvesters recently and, and looking at just tweaking it just a little bit to be able to have it in ease of use for them. So I am, open to hearing. And I, I think the applications are endless here. Yeah, that's exciting. You mentioned water, uh, which always being in California, it gets my attention because I'm reminded that it actually rains some places <laughs> uh, and usually doesn't here. Um, so, and, and there's different parts of Nebraska. Like you said, you had irrigation. Right. Some Nebraska, maybe more the eastern, southeastern corner, doesn't have much irrigation. They get pretty much enough rain, not always when you want it. But then they're right, and there's a huge difference in Nebraska yes. and to what extent water is an issue. Right, right. The eastern half, they usually tend to get more um, through the central part where I'm at. There's a lot of irrigation. Out west is a little bit harder. Um a little bit different because more ranch land out there. So it varies. Um, mm -hmm. But when you have irrigation, obviously there's a lot more bushels that can come off a field. So a lot more costs to keep track of too. I mean, different yes. costs yes. too of running the yep. water. Where Whereabouts in Nebraska are you? South Central, Superior, Nebraska. It's right on the Kansas border. So you're south of the Platte. Yes. And the Platte's one of those rivers that just like hides for sometimes, right? I mean, it's kind of different stretches of the Platte River is, is actually underground. So um, it's a pretty tricky river. Yeah. And, and when it's above ground, there doesn't look like much of a river sometimes. Yeah. I used to drive across Nebraska several times a year. And when I lived in Colorado and going back mm -hmm. to Illinois and uh, it's, it's always uh, always fun driving through on a weekend uh, when the Cornhuskers are playing. <laughs> traffic. <laughs> yeah, traffic. And, you know, they're the only one in, uh, in the Holiday Inn that's not wearing a red jacket or something. Yep, yep. Um, pretty pretty gung-ho uh, about those things. Well, it's it's really, really interesting what you're what you're doing. And and again, I'm so intrigued by this idea that if you can write your idea and saying, here's what I want and here's where all the data is going to be coming from. And, um, and then go to somebody that can help you build an app. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, just amazing. It's just magic. And how, is there a way that you, 
that you're able to be sure that nobody else is just like using it for free? I mean, is there something that's embedded in using the apps that gives you some protection that you're, you are actually getting compensated for, you know, what's your fair share of that app? Yeah, there's, I mean, with the signed up stuff, there's, there's only, there's stuff in the background. I don't really know, but they, they have told me that, Hey, somebody signs up, they only have, you know, if there's a trial, it only goes this long, you know, there's opportunities there. Nobody can just kind of grab it and use it um, for themselves for, for nothing. So um, you're making me feel so good though. Uh, the, the part that you don't know everything about it. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, uh, I love that because uh, one of the reasons I think that I don't kind of get into this more than I do is because I said, God, I have no idea how, how you can, how this comes to be. But when you can admit that there's a lot of it, you don't know, and you don't have to is you can get the end results. So you can pull the data in and get the, get the data out. Yeah. Cause that, if I had to know everything, that thing would never have, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it would have stopped a long time ago. <laughs> well, one of the other things I notice in other kinds of apps, especially when it gets into food and agriculture, true, is that somehow they back into these broader databases. And I don't know if there's there's potential for that at some point in time. I don't even know how to exactly to ask the question, except that mm -hmm. I'm always amazed at people that find that they can like somehow through USDA or somewhere else access you know, information about all the acreage in the state of Nebraska or the whole country and, and so forth. But do you think things like that might be on the horizon that you can tap into these broader databases so people could compare how they're doing compared to how others are doing? Yeah, a lot of, lot of things that like talk to each other. This is just my basic computer knowledge just from starting this is um, they call them APIs. And if, if these programs can talk to each other through those whatever API stands for. Um, and so there is potential of, of connecting a lot of information based on other databases, based on other companies, based on um, a lot of other um, applications that are being used in the, the tractors, the combines, the equipment. Uh, it's just a matter of getting those two companies to talk to each other and, and those computer systems to talk to each other when, when those companies say, yeah, you can have some of that data. So there is some. Now, now is what you're doing, is it all crops or, um, or livestock? I'm just crops right now. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the bigger livestock operations, certainly some of the confinement units with the mm -hmm. hog contracts and so forth, I would imagine they have a fairly sophisticated system if you are uh, growing pigs for Smithfield or something, or if you're in one of the commercial feedlots that's fairly large, I imagine they've got kind of their own their own system, I would guess. So I, I would think that they would need their own system and, and, and talking to silage and forage people, um, they do, there's a lot of um, those operations that are, they have their systems in place to make it easier, even for those that are hauling silage. So there's, they have something they've been in the business. If they've been in the business for a while, they figure some things out. So, so, so Peggy, um, this has been really interesting and I want to wrap up in a few minutes, but I'm only going to ask you a couple couple more questions it's kind of like so how's everybody feeling you got a report for the whole state of nebraska i mean it's um farmers often have had tough times and we've had certainly had rough times as usual you're talking to people about the business end of their business what how would you how would you characterize the uh, the attitudes now about about farming and agriculture from your 
perspective, looking around central Nebraska and, right. and talking to people about their business. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of mixed because in some parts, you know, uh, in some ways we're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're really excited to finally get paid well for our work. You know, the prices are are good, um, but that's only a piece of it. Then, that, then it quickly goes to the other side because the input costs are rising so fast. I mean, it, for us to be able to grow our crops in the in the fertilizers has doubled and tripled in price in in just one year, and so that wipes out any of the profit that we just got. So we're still managing just bigger numbers on one side, bigger numbers on the other side, and then of course the all the unknowns, the stuff that we can't control. You know, we can't control the prices, but the weather as well. Um, it's it's been you know fairly dry for for around here where i'm at for this winter we've had like maybe one snowstorm um and that's it and that was like maybe three or four inches so it's it, it's been pretty dry so that's a little bit of a concern going into the growing growing season for the moisture base so it's kind of optimistic but then it's like hesitant so it's 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 a mixed bag yeah, and you know, I guess I, I hear you, and I'm thinking back that there's other times that we've had really high inflation, which we're experiencing right now, and it was followed by a terrible time for agriculture. I hope that doesn't happen again. But I remember people farming in the in the 80s after the inflation of the 70s, and mm -hmm. and I knew farmers that were having to borrow money at 22 uh, percent yeah. um, for their operating loan, and um, you have to be an awfully good bookkeeper to figure out how you make money out of out of that. Right, right. Uh, and so I can I can see that that fearfulness. And while there's always a little controversy about to what extent you give climate credit or blame for what's going on, that's hardly any argument that we're having more extreme weathers. Right. And uh, and so you can't quite go back to the farmer's almanac and count on that telling you <laughs> how things are going to turn out. So I so I get it. There's a, there's a, a fair amount of anxiety. So, but on the positive side, um, somebody like Peggy Meyer is coming up with some ideas to help make things a little easier. So one of the headaches of farming can be better. You can be more on top of what you're doing and and um, keep better track of these of these costs. And like you're saying, when you've got costs going up, like the incredible increase in fertilizer costs. Uh, right now and so forth is probably more important than ever. So, so Peggy, I appreciate what you're doing. Way to go! Way to go! Thank and, you. Uh, you're going. You're going to make a, a lot of farmers happy with that. And I, and I'm going to invite you again. Tell one more time. Uh, tell your website so if somebody would like to check it out. How they do it? Yes. Go to fieldpocket.com. Just check it out. The demo's there. You can get a free trial and contact me with any questions. Yeah, well, I'm. I think I'm going to even take you up on that because I I appreciate what you're doing and the and the way you're going about it, and wish you the best. And thanks for being on Farm to Table Talk. Well, thanks for having me, Roger. It's been a pleasure to speak with you today. You've been listening to Farm to Table Talk with your host Roger Wasson. If you like what you hear, go to farmtotabletalk.com and follow us.